whenever I can grab the chance to have nepotism in my own backyard, I grab it. And I feel like we should all grab it. Sometimes we come from a place, um, especially what was just said about the, the lovely person who left the review about working class background. We are so afraid to take a handout because we feel like um, someone's going to throw it back in our face. I feel like with our own community, we shouldn't be worried about that. That's Bola Sol, the founder of Rich Girl Chronicles a personal finance accountability group hosted on WhatsApp for Women. And she joins us here today on the Black Founders Podcast, hosted by Hoka, the house of Kurt Henderson. Hey, Bola. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So today, as we've done with our previous podcast guests, we'll be discussing your journey, your passions, and I'm looking forward to seeing how, how you do in those four challenges that we have prepared for you, which will be explained in more detail just before we start each one. But first, tell me about yourself and Rich Girl Chronicles, your business. Yeah, so I am a finance coach and recent author of How to Save It. And Rich Girl Chronicles is a membership club and it's um, about financial well-being. So we discuss everything from mindset to goals to setting boundaries with um, people around you budgeting saving credit um everything emergency fund you know um i want to soon start touching on pensions and making people actively look into that but it's taking charge of your financial present and future wow incredible and this started in 2018 and how's the journey been since you you started i see it's also a group that's hosted on whatsapp how is the structure um presented for for everyone in that whatsapp group yeah um the structure is it's one hour a week and we have different discussions i'm currently trying to make a 52 week calendar to think about how I want to do it but also look at also look at um maybe changing the structure I've changed the structure a few times because I look at each client I look at their habits what works for them what doesn't and I try to work around that Mm. so that it makes sense um so just a quote in one of your interviews you did with Glamour Mag it said your goal is to ensure that every woman in the world has the basic level of financial literacy. Um, tell me about your experience, experiences as a woman in the financial world um, and how um, you're making this, you're creating this movement and through this business to, to make those changes. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I've been blessed to grow up with quite a few sisters and brothers as well, to which I could always ask questions. And I notice at times women, um, they can be a little more obedient in terms of, and that's not a bad thing, in term, but it can be to the point where maybe they don't ask questions. And I feel like I want to create financial confidence for people to ask questions without feeling silly and for them to feel confident about their situation. I love when someone comes up to me and says, I'm making my first investment. I'm, um, I cleared off my credit card and I'm debt free or um, I've reached my savings goals or I bought a house. Um, it, c- it can be so many things. <laughs> uh, so just, just that feeling, there's, there's no feeling like it because you can see that a lot of maybe the, the past anxiety they have has left them. Mm-hmm. That's super powerful. Um, 
and just a note on on actually on this podcast for those who of you are listening um um, I've really connected with this because my mom's actually an accountant and she is always drilling me on how to manage my finances and hearing her story as well growing up I really connected when I was doing the research around you um, and and what and what you've been through and, and the change that you're looking to make very similar to what she's always been drilling into my head from a young age so very powerful um, and you, you'd mentioned that financial awareness starts with how you look after what you currently have so is that in the sense of like your your savings the existing money that you have in your in your in your kitty um but you also mentioned something along the lines of, of mental health as well um tell me more about that yeah so one of my good friends she's a she's a psychotherapist and she says um one in five reasons people come to speak to her is because they have money worries um mm. so and you know you say in divorce it's it's a when people get divorced it's a big factor as well so I see the importance of talking about it and um, not letting it rule over you because there are times when people you know they stay up night how am I going to do this and I'd say especially men um, how am I going to pay the bills how am I going to do this and it, it can stop people from being at their most optimal health so it, sometimes it can just start with a conversation helping people know that the situation they're in now isn't forever mm-hmm. wow and you also mentioned that um, by checking your balance quite frequently, it can help to reduce anxiousness. Um, how have you, is this something that has worked for you over time? And what has been the, how have people receptive to, to making that change in their life that you have seen the people that you've worked with? Yeah, I think uh, people used to get nauseous about the idea of checking their balance. But then I always say it's so much better to check your balance and to cut to cut your cloth according to its size than to go somewhere and feel like you have more money. Um, and just because you, you don't want to you don't want to be in the truth of what it is that you just go and you tap and they say I'm sorry your payment didn't work that is far more embarrassing than you saying what is my current situation and what can I afford and even if I can't afford it right now maybe I can later so let me just get the essentials for now but I feel like especially in light of the pandemic we a lot of people going forward are going to struggle between wants and needs and just talk to me a bit about social media and its impact on people's mental state when it comes to money. Is, or may I say, have you seen a connection to how people view and compare their financial goals and desires when they see the lifestyles of friends and other influencers? Yeah, definitely. You know, some people, they don't live in the, for example, you can even start with housing in the best housing condition. Then you see someone, I've just bought a house and I'm so-and-so age or um, look how big my house is. And some people thinking, man, it's so hard to get on the property ladder in London. Little do you know that that person's house is not in London. <laughs> so the price <laughs> the price compares vastly. Um, so it's like, at times we see the pretty picture and we don't check the facts. And we need to start, I would say, you know, maybe sometimes check the facts. If there's a video and someone explains how they did it and what they did, so be it. But let's not get caught up in 
other people's lives and if you want more for your life then work towards it trust me it's not easy i've been trying to pep talk myself back into the you've got to go hard or go home vibe um <laughs> seeing jay seeing jay-z's latest deal with lvmh has given me some more inspiration but i know um yeah i know it's not an easy journey nobody said it would be easy but you'll get through it and um maybe the things that you desire one day can be yours but make sure you focus on yourself fantastic and that kind of segue segues into another point that you made about give yourself permission to get it wrong so it's almost like be prepared that you're gonna you're not gonna get everything right and a few you're gonna have a few hurdles along the way but that's all part of their learning experience in becoming more money smart yeah definitely um so yeah just to to segue onto your onto your book first of all congratulations for those of you are listening um Rola's book is called how to save it and it's actually the number one on amazon and under the personal finance category so again massive congratulations um Thank i wanted you. to quote um one of the one of the pages on the conclusion page in your book which i found really powerful um it says it read, always bet on yourself. If someone told me five years ago that I'd be publishing a book, I don't know if I would have believed them. While I've always been audacious, I still get nervous. Um, super powerful. Tell us a bit more about that and the thinking behind um, how you went from not imagining ever writing a book to, to writing a book. What was that journey like? I feel like a lot of the times you can go through imposter syndrome and I think that comes from coming from mm. um, a classist society, a society that of course um, favours capitalism as well and um, gives women and even black women and black people an unfair advantage. So you think, yeah. who who am I in this world and what can I really do? But I remember when I even started my first blog with Fine Currency, I said to myself, just start with what you have and I always advise other people to do that one of the things I tell people all the time it's like when you know the book came out and um, I was featured in Forbes earlier that year it was now like oh everybody wants to come and talk to me and everybody wants me to do something and I said it's so easy to look at the person who is figuratively on top you never you never look at the underdog and what they're building and what they're doing but i'd always say if you're someone who's been the underdog even if you're not maybe getting the attention or the record not necessarily attention but recognition keep doing the work day by day just keep doing the work it all adds up and it's only i don't want to say it's only after five years i got to see it but it took me about four years plus to actually start making real money from um doing this and be able to be yeah. self-employed but um that wasn't that wasn't always the the big goal but um uh, yeah like I say start with what you have and you will grow people will love your content they'll love your style and um yeah and hopefully over time growth will happen for you wow really really beautiful that was really beautiful and um just to uh, quote one of the reviews left on the book which I thought was really interesting because I hadn't seen a review left like this normally when I read biographies of how to make money how to become rich blah 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 what some of these authors tend to leave out is the 20 grand loan that they got to start the business at the beginning or they talk about it from a point of wealth when they've already made their successes and how 
everyone else can yeah. do that by just following in those steps but everyone's circumstances are very different but just to quote one of the, the reviews is this book is so relatable for people from the working class backgrounds with personal stories from the author most books i've read are from billionaires um from the billionaire's perspective yeah. and it gives the hint of privilege i didn't feel like that reading this book i felt as though i was speaking to someone who was going through what i was going through um now there is no better review than that personally that validates like why this book is so important and the message that you're sending to people and how they can get um, in control of their finances and ps love the design of the book um thank you oh murky books (laughs) murky books team will be happy to know that A lot of these books, they tend to focus on one big font or something, how to make money, and it's really boring. But with this one, I love the creativity and the branding that goes around it as well. So massive kudos to that one. But yeah, just, yeah, that was incredible. Um, So for all of you listening, uh, make sure you get on Amazon and buy the book now. It's called How to Save It. Um, I think it's currently $5.94 on Amazon, so it's a steal. (laughs) it's all right still get on it i want to see those order numbers going up (laughs) um so yeah that was the first introduction segment and now just to kind of move into the section about what movements you support we've probably touched on a few things that you may wanted to to talk about um but were there any things in mind that you wanted to talk about in regards to the movements that you're championing that we should all be brought more awareness towards um, I would say as black people, we should continue to support each other in um, everything from wealth endeavours to getting funding. Um, we, are, we, are, we are still fighting for under, like, I think we're under 3% of uh, people mm. who get funding. Um, yeah. I, I feel like we, I always say, it's whenever I can grab the chance to have nepotism in my own backyard, I grab it. And I feel like we should all grab it. Sometimes we come from a place, um, especially what was just said about the, the lovely person who left the review about working class background. We are so afraid to take a handout because we feel like um, someone's going to throw it back in our face. I feel like with our own community, we shouldn't be worried about that. We should be championing each other and um knowing that there's so much we can do if we have more of an an, an ubuntu mentality mm-hmm. completely agree with that so support each other guide each other give each other a helping hand whatever we need it um such a powerful message um and thanks for sharing that with us now on to our first challenge which is all about multitasking and you're going to be answering some questions i've prepared Mm -hmm. um, but you'll be playing t-rex runner at the same time the longer you stay alive over a course of a minute is the more points you will get there's three rounds with a maximum of 15 points so that's five points per round so are you feeling ready yeah go ahead Okay, so Bola, what was the most challenging part of writing a book? Um, the most challenging part was, oh man, <laughs> the most challenging part was having your work corrected 
um, mm -hmm. and having to explain yourself a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a good jump, actually. Um, you got you got one point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I ha I'm going to blame this on the fact that I didn't do my brain training today. <laughs> I need to try some of those games, actually. Yeah, I tried to wake up and like um, play Sudoku. Um, oh. My friend wants me to get into chess, but um, I love chess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I want to get into that. So I try to do brain training and keep up to it because one day when I have kids, I don't want to be like, I don't know, like oh, I forgot how to do everything. <laughs> chess is a, a definite recommendation. I used to play that all the time. So the second question mm -hmm. is. What's the most frequent question you get around personal finance? Oh, um. You may jump. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think it's like, I want to boost my credit score. How do I do that without getting a credit card? So like a lot of people are scared of credit or some people come to me and like tell me, look, I'm actually in debt. And I'm like, look, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. Um, just It's just about how you deal with it. Brilliant. And wow, I see you're still going with that. You might just beat the top score this way. Oh, maybe you spoke too No, jinxed it. <laughs> well done. You got, you got two points to that round. Thank you. Um, incredible. And just for the last question, what's been the best financial decision you've made in the last five years and why? Investing in myself. So I started the Bola Soul show in 2017 and that garnered a lot of attention from like media companies and they were like, we want to see what you do next. So um, in a way, the I pandemic... Jump, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I was like looking into the air. <laughs> Sneaky one. Um, yeah, I know. But yeah, oh. Yeah, just doing that really because I found that some of my friends were doing things like, oh my gosh, buying houses um, or like settling down. And I was just like, that's all great, but I can do that a little later. Right now, I just mm. want to invest in myself. So I did. And it, it was just fantastic. I feel like I have a lot of business connections now. Um, mm. I'm able to work for myself and, I, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world. That's really powerful. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, of course, it's relative, but um, self-investment is so important in building character. Literally. It also gives you a better idea of what your trajectory may look like um, going forward when, you know, you eventually do buy a house or, you know, do settle down. So and congrats on that round. Um, you got a total of, drumroll, five points. So you got one point for the first round, for the first question, two points for the second question, and two points the last question so congrats on that thank it's you, always hard you. that game that game <laughs> always gets people <laughs> so on to our second challenge it's the presentation round where you have to present and pitch a new startup idea curated by me mm -hmm. we'll go through the problem the solution and the business model all within a few slides now, you haven't seen these slides yet, but this is an opportunity for you to test your improvisational skills. <laughs> so you'll also be able to earn up to a maximum of 15 points, so that's 
five points for your confidence, believability, and how well you answer any questions. Mm -hmm. And for all listeners, you can find the visual slides on my website at kurthenderson.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a very warm welcome to our next guest pitcher of the Startup Pitchers Awards 2021, Ola. Welcome to Art Undercover. Before, we just had basic blank walls, but now we are bringing beauty to your walls with no effort. So the current problem that we're having is that art customers want something that represent them, but they lack, they, they lack knowledge, which I totally get. Not everybody understands everything to do with art and not everyone is passionate about it. However, they want to decorate their house, decorate their businesses and decorate potential museums and so much more with fantastic art. And that's why we're here. It can be expensive, of course, to find good art and more expensive to commission art pieces. This is exactly where we come in to help. And at times, some art pieces, they're too big and art pieces are cheaply printed and they arrive pixelated. We're going to get rid of that problem for you. Here is our first case study. Meet Nandi. Nandi recently bought a new flat and she wanted to decorate the walls with some lovely paintings and she ended up paying £500 just for it to arrive blurry. Now, the best way to avoid that experience is to make sure that you get into business with us and you invest in our business. And not only that, Nandi said it was a horrible looking painting. You don't want that. After you've spent so much on buying a new flat, what you want is you love what you pay for. Nandi said, I ended up using it as a spare chopping board. This is where Art Uncover comes in. The solution, a monthly subscription service for renting randomly selected art by our algorithms. It's less hassle, you focus more on the things you love and less on the process of selecting raw art. Non-blurry images, there's no point you spending £500 twice for it to become a chopping board or anything else. Get non-blurry wall art at your doorstep and of course affordable pricing. Why keep purchasing new new art and have to stick with it change it frequently and for all you know you might find a piece that you like and you just want to keep that might be worth the investment <laughs> let's look at market validation 4.82 billion online art and collectible sales stored in 2019 generated yep you guessed it an estimated 4.82 billion and that's up four percent from 2018 and 600 million art pieces are imported to the uk annually so um, just sorry to interrupt you but could you just tell me how this, this product works like what would be the process uh you mentioned it's a subscription fee. Is it like a website or an app? Yeah, so it's a website. So you go onto the website and you can join the subscription. You can see some of our case studies for people, a bit like Nandi, who have gone through experiences where they have received art they didn't want to. And what it was like when they started the monthly subscription, how they tried out different pieces of art in their home. And of course, we also offer the option to potentially buy one of the paintings. And also, if you can't pay for everything in one, then you can pay in installments. Wow, really, really good. Fantastic. And tell this us about some of the, the of art. This is some of our best things. art. Mm -hmm. 
yeah so this is this is some of our best art as you can see there are some pieces that are fit for home there are some pieces that are fit for galleries we provide options dependent on the type of art that you are looking for and of course we have advisors on hand to go with the type of mood that you are trying to reflect in your environment yeah just sorry just i'm sorry to interrupt you uh so i used to buy really expensive art you know and I'm just looking at some of these pictures. Um, they look quite, they look quite daunting. Uh, what is it that made you, you as a company, pick this this range of art? Or is there more of a range, or is this is this just it? There's absolutely more of a range. I feel like what these pictures depict is almost <laughs> a human's tiredness, if you will and sometimes the things that we don't say. So if you look on the far right side, you'll see a picture of a woman with a gaping hole where her mouth should be. Sometimes, in my opinion, this looks like a distressed mother. I'm sure if I showed this to many women who are mothers, they would say, I absolutely agree. It's like, how many times do I have to tell you to pick up the toys after she stepped on another piece of Lego? So you have to be able to see the humor in our art. And this is exactly what some of these depict. However, if you want other types of photos, we have different ranges in different categories. <laughs> well, wow, brilliant. I, I love, I love uh, your explanation of the art there. I think it's really sold it to me. I could see why um, customers would want to use a service like this. So just tell us a bit about the business model now. Yeah, so it's about the business model is about increasing satisfaction for customers and keeping the walls fresh. The monthly subscription painting renewal is every six weeks and there are no switch outs in between. So there's tier model for more art. So of course, if you'd like to start, you can start at £50 per month or £90 per month or £110 per month. It's completely up to you. And we are looking to make 100,000 over the next three years. I'm sure we'll be hitting those targets a little earlier. And of course, we'd be giving you updates about our targets and we would split them into our quarterly goals to show how our model works year wow. to year. really good. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think the, the amount that you guys are looking to generate over the next three years is, is quite am ambitious. Um, how do you think you're going to, get to those numbers is there any strategy in place yeah so i think um using social media would be a fantastic way getting into influencer marketing so many influencers mm. now are um, buying homes and they need to decorate them and i feel like it's a great way to collaborate with them and show other people as well that art doesn't have to be expensive okay brilliant brilliant and yeah, just tell me about what your customers are, are saying about this product. Um, what has been uh, general feedback? Yeah, so some of our testimonials, I'll give you one from our lovely customer called Salvador Ali. It's a demon ghost lady painted arrived. It's different, that's for sure. Different people have different types of taste and we cater to all of them. And now we have Bly House from the Mention family. It's the perfect painting for this house. Last but not least, we have one from Caitlin Fenty. She says, every time I use the toilet during the night, I always turn the light on just so I can see the painting again. It's refreshing. A good painting can make you stop and stare no matter what the time is. <laughs> Fantastic, wow. And how much are you raising now? We are currently raising 200,000. And as you can see, as we plan to make 100K in the next three years, um, 
200,000 is a great place for us to start to get off the ground and have all the resources we need and to make sure that we have the furthest reach to our customers. If you're interested, you can contact me at bola at artuncover.com. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bola, for being on the show today. Um, please, everyone, give her another round of applause. Excellent. That was, <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, your confidence was through the roof, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, did you enjoy that yeah I enjoyed it it was great <laughs> would you invest in that business well yeah I've been asked a few times if I want to if I want to raise funding but um, being being a CEO and having being a CEO is, is not um, an easy job and Actually, I would say raising funds is harder than being a CEO. You have people that you have to report to on a regular basis. So that's, I think that's something people don't give enough thought to. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you don't have to do it for the rest of your life, but yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, fantastic. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, that was personally one of my favourite rounds um, because it, it, it can bring out the best in people. Um, in how they just go about just improvising on the spot um, and shares a lot of creativity and flair. Um, so, yeah, just to award you in your points, you got five out of five for confidence, you got five out of five for believability, and you got five out of five for questions. Um, some of the points I made down in, as to why I scored on this were, first of all, where you talked about the monthly instalments. I think that was a nice little additional thing. Um, and how you described um, the pictures of the tired, distressed mother. Um, <laughs> really nice, uh, <laughs> nice little improvisation there. Um, and this is the, how you were gonna go about generating the 100K over the, the next three years through social media and connecting with influencers. Um, very good and very quick on the spot. Um, so yeah, congratulations. You got the full 15 points for that round. Woo-hoo. Thank um, you. Smashed it. <laughs> So for our third challenge, you'll have to perform a fake product advert. As by now, you probably all know that we don't have a sponsor yet, but that's coming soon, don't worry. Mm. These ideas are inspired by the board of Elon Musk's parody Twitter account mm. and turned into advert scripts. You'll be awarded two points based on your effort. So here's the tweet you'll be reading today, which has been turned into an ad And by the way, feel free to spice it up. So it goes like this. Shazam for relatives you can't quite remember the name of whilst at family gatherings. Oh my gosh, number two. Well, good luck. And now to hear from one of our sponsors. Tut. Forgot that one auntie's name? Well, fear not. Introducing the Shazam for relatives you can't quite remember whilst at family gatherings. Scan and... Ah, Auntie Fayola, how are you? Terms and conditions apply. So we're on to the true or false, the final round, where you can earn up to a maximum of six points. That's two points per question. And there's going to be three questions. Mm. So are you feeling ready? Yeah. So our first question, 
Rihanna, the singer, for those of you listening who may not know who she is, mum is an accountant. True or false? False. The answer is true. No way. Her yeah. mum's an accountant. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rihanna's wow. mum, Monica, is an accountant. Oh, wow. Good to know. <laughs> um, so for the second question, Bill Gates, co-founder of Microsoft, has never in his life been arrested or accused of a crime. True or false? False. In 1977, young Gates was arrested for driving without a license and ignoring a red light. Um, and yeah, just a final question. Oprah Winfrey was the first black person to be featured on the front cover of Vogue. True or false? True. The answer is false. It was actually Beverly Ann Johnson, the American oh. model, actress, singer, and businesswoman back in the 1974. Yeah. Oh, we love to hear a, a multi a, a multi hyphenate woman. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, congrats on um, on all the rounds. I'm just gonna tally up your score now. So, your total score for today's challenges. Is 24 points out of 40. Congrats. Okay. Thank you. That will do. I think that will get me. That will add me passing. That will get you on the leaderboard for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And just to finalise everything, um, were there any tips you wanted to leave uh, listeners of today that you wish you knew when you were younger? Yes. Stay organised with your finances. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And even if you're not in the best situation right now, realize that it is temporary and this too shall pass. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Polo, for being on the show today. Um, really appreciate it. And for all of you listeners out there, feel free to check her book. Make sure you buy it. It's on Amazon. Thank you. Um, and all the best. And we will be following your journey. Stay tuned.